Welcome to See It, Stream It, Shove It. Each week we'll feature a recap and review of the latest theatrical releases, and I'll advise you whether or not you should go see it, wait for streaming, or shove it all together and pretend it doesn't exist. I'm your host, Greg, and I love movies. Throughout the last six years, I've seen nearly 1,200 movies, and I'm excited to share my thoughts and opinions, as well as other tidbits about the films I see. I look at films from both a critical eye, as well as an entertainment perspective. So, this isn't going to be one of those stuffy podcasts. Not everything I enjoy will be an awards contender, but it can be a fun, enjoyable film that is worth your time to escape your hectic life for a few hours. And, if it is a stuffy awards contender, maybe it'll appeal to you and you'll get to see a gem of a movie that maybe you didn't think of watching. So, with that said, let's get this show on the road. So, last time I explained my analysis on the Best Actor race. This time, I'm turning my attention to the Best Actress race, which until very recently has been one hot mess. I'm telling you. It was very similar to last year's race. Remember when Andrew Day won the Golden Globe, and Viola Davis won the Screen Actors Guild, and Carrie Mulligan won the Critics' Choice, and Frances McDormand won the BAFTA. It was impossible to predict. And then McDormand ended up winning uh, her third Oscar that night. However, I think the past couple weeks have been very clarifying, and I think the category is settling on one clear frontrunner. This year, the nominees are Jessica Chastain as the flamboyant yet caring Tammy Faye Baker in The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman as the tightly wound mother in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz as a woman with a dark, life-altering secret in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman as a firm and determined Lucille Ball in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart as the emotionally oppressed Princess Diana in Spencer. This is a very strong lineup. So strong, in fact, that perceived possible frontrunner Lady Gaga was left out in the cold this year for her role in the divisive House of Gucci. For most of 2021, prognosticators kept insisting that Stewart had this in the bag. Her interpretation of Diana is one of the strongest roles she's had in her career, and honestly, it really got to showcase her depth and range in a way that recent films like Charlie's Angels and Underwater were certainly not able to. However, I wasn't surprised by the nomination. And if you were, then you really need to go watch the movies Clouds of Sils Maria or Personal Shopper to see why. It really wasn't that surprising. She was the frontrunner for most of the year until those winds of change that I talked about in a previous episode came blowing in. She lost the Golden Globe to Nicole Kidman, and then a funny thing happened. She was omitted from the list of nominees at both SAG and BAFTA, and that essentially torpedoed her frontrunner status. So much to the point where I personally wasn't even sure she was going to get in to the top five for the Oscar, but she did the frontrunner status then shifted to Kidman, whose performance divided moviegoers. I happen to enjoy it, and I would be okay with her winning this year. Hell, I even like her in her AMC bumper ad before every movie, as many people do not. Um, although, if you ask me, she is way overdressed for a night out at the movies. Okay. 
She won the Golden Globe and then seemed to have a winning campaign for a long overdue Oscar. Second Oscar, I should say, because she did win for the hours about 20 years ago. Then SAG happened. Everyone seemed to think that Kidman was going to get her first SAG award for a movie role. Um, but then Jessica Chastain, who in my opinion is way, way overdue for her first Oscar, surprised everyone by winning for her loving portrayal of Tammy Faye. Chastain is one of my favorite actresses, and I consider her to be this generation's Meryl Streep. She's that good. When nominations were announced, some people didn't even think she was going to get in. Um, but I was happy to see that she did, and I kept saying that I was hoping to will a Chastain win into existence. And now with SAG and the Critics' Choice win, it looks like it's going to happen, and I am very happy about that. However, I'm cautiously optimistic, because remember a couple years ago when Olivia Coleman snuck in and won over Glenn Close, who was heavily favored to win that year for The Wife. Well, could it happen again? It's possible, but I don't think it's likely. Her role in The Lost Daughter is not as likable as she was when she played Queen Anne. And the film The Lost Daughter does not have the same amount of across-the-board support as the favorite did. So... I don't think she's going to get her second Oscar so soon. Cruz would be a spoiler. You know, there's been an increase of international voters throughout the Academy, and that could swing in her direction. But really, I'm just starting to feel a sense that it is Chastain's time to shine, and I think she will squeak out a well-deserved win. She became Tammy Faye in that movie, and she is definitely the person that I would vote for. So, there you have it. That's my pick for Best Actress. Tune in to the Academy Awards on ABC Sunday, March 27th to see if I'm right. And come back next time to hear my predictions on the big kahuna, Best Picture. Be sure to rate and review us where you get your podcasts. See you next time. See it, stream it, shove it. Brought to you by Gregory G Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. Follow him on YouTube. All rights reserved.